What's up, guys? Welcome to episode three of the Screen Kings podcast. I am your digital host this week, Alistair, with my lovely co-hosts, Aaron and Charlie. And this week, we're going to be talking TV. Yeah, something we haven't uh, haven't really done yet. Yeah, no, we we claim to be talking about the screen, but we've only really done movies, which kind of sucks. We we suck. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait till we do TikToks because that's still a screen. <laughs> oh my god! Well, that's it. This Ugh. week we're starting off by talking about TikTok. Um, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, fair. I think everyone. Hates I mean, it. yeah, go go, go follow it. our TikTok down below. By the way. Yes, yes, that's really important. Shameless plug. Shameless yes. plug. All, all, all the, all the, the, the links down there. Yes, and share all of them as well. <laughs> yeah. Not because we. I mean, told thank you, you to, for the the, the thousand to. views as well. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we got we got a nice thousand views on the first uh, first little clip from the the second episode. So good that's on you, lads. Good on you. So is I'd that think, the uh, but, Jeff Goldblum one? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think we should start ice cube, off ice cube. by talking about the bear, which is a show that I hadn't actually watched until you guys, or even thought about watching, because I assumed that it would be really long episodes until you guys mentioned it to me, and I was like, you know what? I'll give this a looky then, a looky looky, and oh my god, it is absolutely incredible. I loved every second. Yeah. The 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 program like. I watched American Shameless before I watched UK Shameless and like seeing Jeremy Allen White in that and then like see him in this it seems like the same character but at the same time it's just so good like the way he just does it is brilliant mm. it's such a, a high standard of, of acting and of just the minuscule details in the whole of the bear like it, just, oh, it makes me get just feel so good mm. such a feel good show because it, it has that attention to detail. Even the tattoos on Jeremy Allen White, uh, uh, they make such a difference. It does, yeah. I like that. There's... Yeah, I mean, they were all done by a professional tattoo artist as well. Really? Yeah, they were all like actual stencils from an artist, and then they just did the fake like, tattoo stick-on thing with them. Oh. But yeah, no, they were they were sick. I I like that. Um, there's not so much a central focus on the main guy, on the Ben. Like yeah, yeah. it feels mm. like everyone gets their time to shine, which is great because I feel like the what makes the show show so good is how rich its cast is and how rich it is with mm. wonderful characters who you want to see succeed and you want to see happy. Like that one episode where um, what's his face? I don't, I can't remember anyone's names when he goes to Copenhagen. That is a great episode. I Marcus. absolutely love. Yes, Marcus. Yeah, yes. yeah. I love that episode yeah. so much. I think. I think the the one thing that I noticed between the first season and the second season is the first season seemed very focused on the collective growing. By the Mm. end of it, it felt like they had sort of gelled. Whereas throughout the second season, it was very much the individuals were growing. Like we had little Marcus storyline. Cousins' improvement was phenomenal. Fack as well. I am (laughs) in love with that guy. He is um, amazing. the whole thing that makes me laugh about that is Fack is actually like a professional chef, is but he? yeah, he's not caught making. Yeah, he's not caught making a single thing in the bear. 
Like he was like, I don't want to. I just like, I just want to be in it. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I mean, one of my uh, mm. favorite things is the other day I was watching uh, the Eagles play, Go Birds, and he's in an advert for a supermarket, and I was absolutely pissing myself. There's something about that man's screen presence that's just so incredible. Is he? He's just brilliant. He's so great in that show. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah no, he, he's amazing. I, I mean, I think I think the bear is just like so many so many people like it, and they wouldn't have watched stuff like that before. Mm. Like, obviously, not a lot of people are interested in cooking and whatever. I know, like my missus will just make pasta. Like, she's just not interested whatsoever. Um, There's nothing wrong with a like, good old pasta dish. Very true. <laughs> yes, there is. Pasta <laughs> is cardboard. People grow up. Plain uh, pasta. Yeah, is no. The best. Plain pasta and salt and pepper. No, no, unsalted, oh. unseasoned, rock hard pasta. No. Okay, I am handing in my resignation to the screen <laughs> case. Uh, no, um, like, it, like it's just such a good program, and mm. I, I, I was locked in. I mean, I watched the first season like all in one. Like, I had no break. Yeah. Whole thing in one day. Yeah. And then I was gutted because I was like, I've watched the whole thing and then it's done, and I was like, Ugh. yeah, horrid. I mean, I- Let's talk about favorite episodes. Like, what are your guys' favorite episodes? Because I definitely, I have two in mind, but I think I can narrow it down to one, which is exactly I, what I want to do. I know exactly what two. I know exactly what two you're gonna go for as well. Do you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you're gonna go for the Christmas episode, Al, because Bob Odenkirk is in it. Whilst I love that episode, I do absolutely love that episode. I think it's the one after it, Fox. I absolutely Forks, love yeah. Cousins mm. episode. It's so good. It's so feel good for a character that seems so miserable all the time. And he has such a good time in that episode. And you get to see his progression and development and him beginning to understand the whole fine dining stuff. And oh, it just it's just so heartwarming. And then the finale was just a massive punch in the gut. Yeah, the arc. Yeah, I, I didn't think I was gonna cry at this show, but I was in tears watching watching Calm at the end just ruin it all. Was yeah, horrible to watch. Mm. But Forks does give us the greatest scene in the whole of the bear, which is the the chef at that restaurant going in, and you're gonna have to beat this Charlie, but going, fuck you, Garrett, and Garrett going, yes, fuck me, chef. <laughs> It was just iconic. Oh. <laughs> I like. I I love the scene where he's running down to get the Chicago deep dish pizza. I thought you were gonna yeah, say yeah. that when he runs down the road and he's full fully sprinting. I absolutely love that. But yeah, what? No, I mean like my favorite episode. Oh, it's just hard. I'm gonna have to go with, from the first season, and I'm gonna have to go with the. Um, the second to last episode where they start the to-go orders and everything goes wrong because like that's a whole one take like the whole thing is but pretty much a one take and um like there's so much going on and you're like oh then richie's been stabbed here and, and Carmi's losing her shit over here and literally everyone is going mental and like it's just a massive massive like bomb that's just gone off in there and um everyone gets like cursed at and and literally it's just 
it's just hellish and I just think I, I like that just because it's so mental I mean mm. he goes I got stabbed in the ass <laughs> she stabbed me in the ass <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah no that's uh, that's probably my favourite episode that's that's definitely up there was it at the end of that episode where they discovered all of the money in the tomato pot? no 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 that's, that's the finale? that's the, the last episode, episode. That, yeah Mm, yeah, I, lo- I, I really. I like that, that there one. was a there was a little bit of like a redemption, not redemption, like a retrusting, just from like the episode I just said about to the last episode, because uh, obviously Cindy accidentally gives out the dish to the food critic that's not on the menu, and that's why there was a load of arguments in that episode. Uh, and Carmi tells her obviously it's not ready, and then um, yeah, in the last episode, it's like he he texts her going no acid. That's what you were missing from the dish. Like, mm. that's what would have made it perfect. Yeah. Um, and then it's like rekindling, obviously, like their friendship again about it and obviously saying that they're on the same page. Uh, but no, brilliant show. Brilliant episodes. Good yeah. good picks, lads. I do think it's, it's very impressive at how, especially with the Carmen-Sydney relationship, it like creates a tension that's palpable. And the, the kitchen always feels like so stressful but you leave the episode feeling good. Yeah. Like feeling completely, completely opposite to what the episode was portraying. You're like, I just want more. Yep. Cause it just makes me feel happy inside. It makes me feel whole. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, like I, it was the same thing with the second season when it come out, I was like binge watching it and yeah, it was like, I need to watch the next one. I need some more, uh, some more clarification, like on what's happening, where it's going. And I will say the Forks episode, not for any of the reasons you guys just said, it's just from when he's blasting out T Swift. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I mean, like that, that that's probably like good, good little uh, roundup of it. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I know so many people that just haven't watched it because they think it's a lot longer than it is. Yes. Like you, you, you were one of them now. Yeah. Like my granddad was one of them. Um, like so many people have just said, oh no, it's too long in it. And I go, they're like 20 minute episodes. Yeah. It's not even that long. Because that's the thing, I've been watching so much long form TV recently that I just wanted a break. And when I've, when mm. you told me that The Bear was only like half an hour episodes, I mean, the Christmas episode's now an hour and six, I think. But when you told me it was half an hour, yeah. I was in shock because everyone rants and raves about it. But I just didn't want to watch it. But I- I'm so glad I did. So glad. I think uh, it is. I think it is quite rare to get like a short form drama, mm. because like they they manage to fit a lot yeah. of drama into just like the twenty five thirty minute episodes. But I think because they've got that leeway to do like an hour long episode, they can fit so much drama in. And just the cinematography, the way they left the Christmas episode, just that it's it's ah, oh, it's unreal. Could go on about how good this is for days. Because I mean, if you want like a a, another good recommendation, what we do in the shadows. I don't know if either of you have seen it. It's so funny. That is it. That's the greatest show. It's it's got Matt Berry in it, and Mm. he's just so funny. It's it's like supermarket. (laughs) Yeah, but for like for context, for like viewers, if you haven't seen it, you probably know the TikTok. He's the most devious in all of New York City. <laughs> like that's that's from that program. Yeah. And ah, um, oh, the way he says stuff in the pro- it, it like it's like almost Mr. Beanish. Like he just <laughs> says something like Pudder, and like you just feel like you want to piss yourself laughing. Yeah. Manhattan. 
I liked him in the but last yeah, season no, of Community. Uh, well, he was in one episode in the last season of Community. That was yeah. fun. <laughs> but yeah, no. But I yeah, think... no. That's that's a, that's a good recommendation for viewers and for uh, for fellow members. Thank you very much. I think maybe we should move on now to our game of the week. And being that it's TV themed, why not go after one of the hottest TV shows of the past couple of years? And what we're going to do is. We're going to say what Squid Game we'd all make if we were to run Squid Game. Aaron, what are you thinking? I'm thinking, I was going to wing this one, but one has just come to my mind, which I think is genius. Slapsies. <laughs> how would you it get just, the point I, d- I don't know how you'd lose. <laughs> I, I think yeah, it would run, just run, have to run, be... Run, run, like, run us through the dynamic. Fight until yeah. you die. Either that's just a fight to the death. That's not slap. No, no, but like someone's someone's got to give up at one point because that's just how slapsies ends. But if you're like, have to give up. Maybe like peanuts. Could do peanuts. (laughs) I could do peanuts. I was thinking. Have you guys ever played martial arts slapsies? No, I can't do martial arts. What? It is amazing. You stand opposite each other yeah. with your hands how you would in slapsies. And oh, is out. this the one where you go? <laughs> no, it's 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 one person at a time, and they've got to move one hand, and the other person's allowed to do one movement to move away. They have to stay in the position they move away from, and they just take it in turns. And then, if say your left hand is hit, you lose your left hand, and you just have your right hand. And you do it until no one's got any hands left. Is so this that, like when you lightsaber fight your dad when you're two years old with a plastic lightsaber and if you get hit on the arm, you lose your arm and you've got to like ponder around with the wrong hand? So it's basically, it's turn-based. It's like Pokemon slapsies. Uh, yeah. It's, it's Pokemon slapsies. <laughs> Choose your slap Pokemon. <laughs> slap em on? Essentially. What? Slap em on. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> that would be genius. Obviously, it's got higher stakes than playing it as a two-year-old with your dad because, you know, death's on the cards. True. You you might die. You might get slapped you, you might to die. death. <laughs> so are we, are we saying... One way to die. Are we saying martial arts slapsies is, is your game? Martial arts slapsies is, is my okay. game. Charlie? <laughs> At this rate, I might as well just say, like, a free-for-all, like, you know... Just to yeah, beat the <laughs> people and then you win the money. <laughs> uh, no, what? Because this, this is the thing. Just, I have so just many have ideas. A, have a round but... in the cage, man. <laughs> a royal rumble. Um, like one of the ones that I, one of the ones that I thought of. Like obviously, some of their games are obviously like Korean because that's that's where it is. Mm. Like the Squid Game, never heard of it. Like that game seemed it's the weirdest game ever. It did, didn't it? I was gonna go for for like a childhood, like primary school era game because that's what like pretty much all of them were yeah. to me. Apart from Tug of War, I've never seen preschoolers play Tug of War, but I'm sure it would be funny. Um, Definitely. No, I was thinking Bulldog. Oh, you for context. That was my people that don't know what Bulldog is. It's where someone stands in the middle of the. Oh, what is it like the the area you're running between? So that would be obviously one of the um, the guards or whatever. Yeah. And then you'd be in groups. So this would be like maybe the second or third game. So because it's a big number, like 
cut her down to get yeah. like slimmer numbers. Maybe even like the second to last or third to last game or something. But um, yeah, you have one guard in the middle and obviously the aim of Bulldogs get past them without obviously getting touched by them. Yeah. So in this case, they have like a massive katana or like I, a yeah. knife or something. I was thinking... And like, yeah. obviously the guard's going to try and catch you and stab you. And then obviously like, I don't know, depending on obviously where it is in the game, depends on how many people finish. I was going to say like, oh, last one alive wins. But obviously if it's like the first game, then obviously it's a bit, <laughs> oh yeah, first game, we're going to get rid of 20 people. You're all dead. Yeah. You're all dead. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe um, it's like yeah, maybe runs. like half, yeah, half, half the amount of people in it. Or if you're going to do, if it's going to be one of the first games, have more bulldogs in the middle. Yeah. But um, that was my strong contender for what squid game I would make. See, that's really annoying. I think that's a good one because that, that would like get a lot of the people that would be favourites to win it out yeah. early on. Yeah. That That's really annoying because that was actually... What I was thinking. So now <laughs> I have get to... get one off the top of the dome Yeah, now. But yeah, whenever... I was thinking the guy would be in like a knife suit. Like whenever I imagine it, he's just covered in knives, like something out of Hellraiser. <laughs> but um, that's really stupid. That makes no sense. I mean, I'm, I've got... I, I did have another one if you wanted to have that No, one. no, no. I'm, I've, I'm now going the Harry Potter route and I'm going to go chess. Murderous chess. Um, y- <laughs> yeah, you could have like that. Could be like the opposition for the uh, the t- tug of war one. Yeah. So you'd have like split them up into obviously the certain amount of pieces, and then they set themselves into teams, and then obviously they play it from there. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, I can see that being a good old good old game because that's for the intellectual people of exactly. the, the groups as well, like the marbles game. So I have one qualms. I have very. I have one big qualm. Yeah. Say you get a pawn to the other side of the board and your queen on your team is already dead. Yeah. What happens then? They just become a queen. Yeah, you get to choose what it becomes. What you become. Oh, okay, okay. I'm okay. thinking like the people I, I thought... are chess pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well. I was thinking maybe you was going to resurrect the queen, but then you know, a bit unrealistic. Yeah. Because Squid Game itself is very realistic. I don't know. I I I have my qualms with that show. I mean, my other one was going to be like you know you know skip the skip ball, like where yes. the the big ball and the long rope. Yes. That was going to be my other one, but it was going to be like a blade. Ah. So like obviously like if you mm. if, if you don't jump it in time or or maybe you know the the double one that goes on a total wipeout and things like that yeah. where it has the top the, the top head one and the bottom one maybe mm. something like that as well that was my second one getting total wipe, wipe out to, to death Richard yeah, imagine like <laughs> commentating imagine British Squid Game was just total wipeout it is it basically was <laughs> they just no, they just murder yeah. everyone like like you don't fall into water you fall into a pit of spikes or lava <laughs> Or uh, yeah, lava. Hungry yeah. lions, or crocodiles. Yeah, but West yeah. Fans. Oh. <laughs> now, 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 now. <laughs> but yeah, uh, <laughs> I I think that's a good yeah, lineup. It... I think if we ran a squid game, not only would it be murderous, it would also be really fun. I think people would love it. They'd love playing slapsies. To death. Should we do it? 
Yeah. I think let's get chess... a real ass good game going. Yeah. We'll Is just call up, up Mr. That? Beast and uh, get him to sign up. Yeah. And then we can't really call it. I think it we've got game. to change the name though. Yeah. 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 What should we call it? Oh, what, what would you call, call it? It's a quintessentially quintessentially British animal. Um rat game. Fox game. Squirrel. Squirrel game. Squirrel. <laughs> um <laughs> Slapsies. Oh, you need to call it XL XL bully games. Ooh, that's an inside joke for the U- UK government. That's topical. That's topical. Right, so I think we should. Her, her name is Princess. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I yeah, think... I mean, yeah, I mean, should we uh, crack on? I reckon we should move on to a little bit of comedy after that hilariously funny round with the Slapsies. And uh, I think we should talk Always Sunny, which just had its 16th or 15th season air. I think 16th. 16th season, which makes it the longest running comedy of all time. And honestly, they're not slowing down. Always Sunny is not slowing down. Yeah, I was conscious because of Danny DeVito that he might like be stopping. Mm-hmm. Because like, he is getting to that age. But no, it seems like full throttle. Yep. They're still going full throttle. They had well, a he... whole episode where he had a vibrator up his bum. Which is also topical because that one's about chess. <laughs> oh. Now he I is can Danny see the Vito. resemblance. Danny Vito can keep going for, for years. He's got the extra power now with the vibrator up his bum. Yes, yeah, very true. <laughs> Charged up. I've got the gift for Can I just quickly call a timeout? My... Right, guys. Welcome back. Sorry for that quick interlude. Uh, back onto Always Sunny, though. Like you were saying, Charlie, they are still going absolutely full throttle. Full throttle, mm. balls to the wall. I mean, they, it had uh, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul in this season. I really loved that episode. I thought it was. I really haven't fun. got to that, that point yet. Have you not? Oh my god. No, I oh, literally no. forgot about it and started watching it this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like maybe three three episodes in, but um, no, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, one of my... It's not one of my favourite seasons. Absolutely. I feel like they're slowing down 100%, but it's still as good as Older Sunny was. I mean, when you think about how good Older Sunny was... It was just absolutely mental. The episodes were crazy. Everything was... It had political messages up the wazoo. And I remember some of that, Some of my favourite times were sitting at yours watching it. Because we'd get mm. absolutely smashed the night before, wake up, obviously all incredibly hungover. And then just watch Always Sunny. And Drink responsibly, kids. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> Hi guys, sorry to interrupt the video. I know you're probably enjoying it. I just wanted to give a quick message just to say uh, we really appreciate you guys. If you can click on the links below, that'd be greatly appreciated. And if you can share and also like and all of our stuff on the socials, that'd be greatly appreciated, guys. Thank you. Back to the video. But yeah. Anyway, back to what we were saying. Probably a good idea. (laughs) I think Always Sunny is probably the best comedy show of all time. I don't think anything really rivals it. The fact that the characters are just such awful people. The fact that they never get better. They always get worse. And just when you think they can't do anything more horrible, 
They do. They just keep getting like, more and more horrible. They're very it, consistent it, with it. Yeah, that, that's what that's what I was literally just about to say. Because like we all know, if you watch it's always funny. D is a bird, controversial, yep. uh, <laughs> but she's also the the most hated out of everyone. Yep. Like everyone has something to to say about D, and literally it's the first episode. They're all like all the guys are sitting in the bar. And Dee's calling them because she's getting evicted. And they all keep hanging up on her. Nyon, they're not even answering the calls at some point. They're just like hanging up on her. Like, look at... No. Yep. Like, just straight away. Yep. And it's, it's like one of the best things that I've seen in ages for it. And then they just find an extra room in Charlie's house out of nowhere. He just always yeah. had a two-bedroom apartment. But he just happens to... <laughs> what that... Um, I, I'm... Don't know whether you can say that's a two-bed apartment, though, because you come in through the door, and then you're in their living space. Yes. I wouldn't necessarily call that a bedroom, would you? It's a bedroom for them, in that their bed is yeah. their, their couch bed. Charlie, you know the property market. They will call anything a bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> for it. This is true. This is true. <laughs> but, yeah, no, that, 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 was, uh, that it was just the way they were like, you've got a toilet? We piss yep. in cans. <laughs> yeah, no, no, quality, quality. Right. I but think... yeah, I'm just, I'm just excited to see what they can, um, they can just carry on with it. Just sorry to interrupt, but like how much more they can do with it and still keep it as fresh as it feels. Yeah, it is kind yeah, of mental. I think that's the most impressive, yeah, that's the most impressive part is that 16 seasons and the quality mm. is, is still there. Like most other sitcoms, How I Met Your Mother, I'm a big fan of that. Quality drops off a few seasons, picks back up. Friends, quality drops off, picks back up. Always Sunny is always at the top of its game. Yeah. It has never faltered in all of my years of watching it. It has never really faltered. I mean, there have been bad episodes, but there's bad episodes of everything. But even their bad episodes aren't that bad. And that's what's crazy about it. Sometimes... Sometimes you laugh at how bad some of their the jokes are. Though. Exactly, and it's crash. They're never cringy. They're just bad. Yeah, it's it's a crash show. It's rude. They shout a lot. They scream a lot. But it's just so good. It's so good, and I don't think anything really comes close. I really don't. However, no, fact, you you won't get you won't get much closer to it to be honest. I think now might be the time to move on to the Emmys. Now, originally, the Emmys were going to be recently, but because of the writers and actors strike, the Green Actors Guild strike, they are not going to happen until next January, I think. And so I'd like wow. to take this moment Big delay. to talk about the Emmys. Now, the first thing I'd like to pick up on is the fact that The Bear is nominated for Outstanding Comedy Series. <coughs> And Chloe raised this interesting point to me. The bear isn't that funny. No, it's The really bear's not. not really a comedy. So I don't really know why it's nominated for Outstanding Comedy Series. However, I think, although the Academy absolutely loved Ted Lasso, the bear should win that, 100%. Yeah, I'd rather the bear win something that was more related to it, like drama, rather than... Comedy. Yeah. Like, I think Ted Lasso should win comedy. Really? Just purely because I, I 
because I I loved the whole of Ted Lasso. It was so funny. The crude swearing, the the like embodiment of British humour. Like mm. it's British, isn't it? Yeah, like all of that is top quality. The academy and do love. I'm not even well. a, I'm not even a massive football fan, and I love that program. Yeah, um, I mean Jeremy Allen White is nominated for best outstanding lead actor in a comedy series, along with Bill Hader, Jason Segel, Martin Short, Jason Sudeikis. I think he definitely has a strong case for that one. Absolutely. There'd be is yeah. Martin Short up for Only Murders? Yes, he is. He is up for Only Murders. I'd I'd love to see him win that, but I th- I feel like Jeremy Allen White, in terms of his performance, he just he deserves an Emmy. Yeah, hundred percent. But mm. but like like we say, it's not a comedy, and he's not really. He's probably the least funny character in it. <laughs> That, that, the, the, I don't know who, who would you say Fack. is the funniest? Fack is hilarious. yeah, probably. Fack. I mean, cousin, like he does say some like he's just one of your mates that it's all the time. Mm. Let's be honest, like, and that just makes me laugh sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but do you want to know what else is funny? This quick snapshot because I need to take a two-second break. And we're back after that short interlude, and we're going to go straight into. Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Comedy Series. Now, this is quite a stacked... um, This is a really, really stacked category because you've got the likes of Bill Dunster and Brett Goldstein of Ted Lasso fame. However, I think there really is only one winner, and that will be Evan Moss Backrack, who plays Cousin in The Bear. If he doesn't win, this award is a sham. An absolute sham. Because I don't think any of these come close. Any of them. I mean, there's quite a lot about Barry, which I haven't watched. I was waiting until it's finished. And I think it's finished now to watch it. So I think I'm going to watch it now. But if he doesn't win, I'll be in shock. Yeah, he's just phenomenal. Definitely the highlight of the bear in terms of the acting for me. 100%. 200%. Right. That's enough of comedy. Now what we're going to do is we're going to move on to drama series. Well, outstanding drama series. And you guys know exactly what I'm going to say. Yep. Better Call Saul. Succession. Oh. Better Call Saul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 200% my pick. I I think Succession will win. But I think that... Final season of Better Call Saul. I mean, the final season of Succession was absolutely incredible, but Better Call Saul has been nominated mm. for around 50 awards, and it has won none. Jesus. Better when did Jesus. The, when did the last season come out? It came out, uh, like, July to August last year, which made it eligible for this year's, which means it has absolutely mm. no momentum whatsoever. Yeah, Succession will have a bit of recency bias. Exactly. And Succession did finish incredibly. It was an incredible final season. But I really think it's about time Better Call Saul was paid its dues. And that leads on to lead actor as well. Because I really think, I'm going to be honest, I think Bob Odenkirk should win. Who else is up for lead actor? Jeff Bridges, Brian Cox, Kieran Culkin, Pedro Pascal and Jeremy Strong. 
Pedro Pascal for Pedro what? Pedro Pascal, Last of Us. Yes. Last of Us, right. Last of Us. I think that's a decent shout. Yeah. Pedro Pascal for Last of Us. Yeah. Because everyone loved that show. It still has a little bit of momentum. Not that much. Yeah. But it still's got a little bit of momentum. More than Better Call Saul. Uh, I have something to admit now, lads. What? Still haven't seen The Last of Us. (laughs) Still haven't watched it. I'm in shock. You fucking Neither have I. right now. <laughs> I meant to watch it and I was like waiting for it to come out and I, I I normally am one of them people that will watch every episode every week. And I was like, for the first time in my life, I went, I'm going to wait until it's all out. And then I just didn't watch it. <laughs> I'm still yet to watch the fucking program. I honestly didn't like it as much as everyone else did. I mean, I played the game. Oh, yeah, that's probably why I didn't like it, because I hadn't played the game. I thought the design for the uh, zombies was so cool. Like, the coolest. And there was one scene which I mean, there's only my guts over. There's only, like, one thing that I know about the program, and it's the two... The two blokes. One's played by... um, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman, yeah, yeah, because it, it's, it's the gay, it's the gay couple. Yeah, um, like in the game, their ending isn't as nice as it is, obviously, in the the TV series. Yeah. So in the game, um, Nick Offerman's character finds, um, obviously, what what in the game would have been his ex partner. He had hung himself and left a letter because he was going to turn. So he hung himself and then he left a letter for him in the hopes that he did find him. And it was sort of like a, oh, this is so sad sort of thing. Like, obviously, he did, they they split up. This all happened. They never found each other. Now he's dead. So it was really upsetting. And then, like, the contrast still did the same thing. Like, obviously, with the two characters. But this time, they stayed together. Yeah. They, like, did everything, to get, obviously, all together. And it had, even though there was two ends of the spectrum, it still kept the same vibe. Yeah. Um, and was, that was one of the things that I liked. It was a really lovely episode. Genuinely, a mm. really, really lovely episode. And I loved every second of it. I'm just looking at... I mean, at, what's next? I'm looking at guest actor at the moment uh, to see if they got nominated. Because I'm pretty sure Nick Offerman got nominated for guest actor. Uh, he did! Which and so did Murray Bartlett, who played his part partner in the episode. Who and I think that would be incredible if either of them won, because that episode was absolutely lovely. It was the only episode of that show where I actually stepped back and went, "Wow, this is cinema." I mean, I feel like so we're getting to home. a point where t- TV programs are like watching movies. Yeah. The cinematography, the literally Production everything, mm. is such yeah. a you high all quality. Of the, all of the Star Wars uh, shows are just drawn out films, essentially. Mm. Mm. I mean, in fact, I'd say they're better than the movies. <laughs> That's not hard with the state. Now, of Star now, Wars now, now, now. Um, I haven't watched <laughs> any of the Star Wars shows because I've kind of given up on that franchise. But that's a little bit of a segue. Segue. 
Yeah, we'll call that a segue. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that's Save all, that for another time. That's all I've really got to say about the Emmys. All I wanted to talk about was how much I think Better Call Saul deserves to win absolutely every award that it's ever been nominated for. And with that, good night and goodbye. Oh, okay, we've just lost our host <laughs> for tonight. I mean, on the uh, on the topic of that, uh, I'm back. I think I think we're going to call it there, lads, aren't we? I think that's probably a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, uh, can I leave for real now? Can I? Can I just walk that way? I wonder if you call. You don't have. I mean, I, 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 I mean, we we kind of need an outro, but the, yeah, no, yeah. F- off. Well, I don't no, know. Uh, I wonder if it's caught up. I don't think anyone's given out well, hopefully you guys aren't snoring when listening to the Scream Kings podcast because that's been me, your host, Alistair, my lovely co-hosts, Charlie and Aaron. Hopefully you guys go either side of me Adios, there because I've pointed at both of you. And thank you very much. Make sure to follow us on all socials, and I mean every single one of them, and we will see you soon. Peace out, homies. Cheers, guys. <laughs>